Welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone is having a absolutely wonderful day today. I saw something earlier. Remember I told you guys last week about the governor out in California, the governor knew Nuisance is what everybody's calling him now. His name is Newsom. Everybody's calling him Governor Nuisance. Remember I told you what he wanted to do with everybody for Thanksgiving? Well, now apparently they have extended it to Christmas as well. I found this out, is that the whole aspect of you can only have three families, you have to be outside, you can't have any inside gatherings, the whole shebang. They've now said this goes all the way to the end of the year. And they've also said, I thought this was really interesting, that the host should collect all the names of all the attendees and contact information in case contact tracing is needed. So pretty much, you know, hey, welcome, Grandma and Grandpa. Oh, by the way, I need to have your most uh, active address, your Social Security, your phone number, your date of birth, and any other contact information that's pertinent in the event that you guys spread COVID. We need to have that. Uh, Thanks for doing that. I mean, what kind of crap are they trying to push out there? I don't know. I guess it's California. They try to outdo themselves with ridiculous stuff with their insane elected officials. And what's frustrating about it, though, is that the exodus from California has been insane in the last year, year and a half, and even more so recently, where tons of individuals, including liberals, are fleeing the state because it's become so ridden with insane taxes, they're trying to go to other states. And here's the pet peeve I have. I'm telling you this right now because I've seen this a lot personally here in Florida. Florida and Texas and Colorado are three big, huge transfer states from California. And you talk to some individuals sometimes, in Florida that are from California and they've moved here and they go, yeah, it's gotten so insane over there and the taxes have gotten so high and, you know, all this stuff. And then you start talking to them and you find out they're incredibly liberal, extremely liberal, and they're wanting to vote for essentially the same thing they had in California just on a smaller scale and try to push that on the state that they just moved to. I got a newsflash. Anybody's doing that? You're not welcome. (laughs) Go back to the state you already ruined. Don't ruin your own state because of your inept taxes and your horrible voting and then come to our state and want to vote for the same thing. Just something I thought I would throw that out there. And also, too, other news. If anybody saw this, Philadelphia has been overrun by looting. Over 30 officers were injured last night in a video that was quite clear. It was self-defense. If everybody saw the camera footage, there were two officers that responded to an event with a black male who was had a big old uh, like a butcher knife and they uh, the black guy with the knife was actually chasing them around cars the cops were running away from him and he was like pursuing them till finally they were in the middle of the road and this guy came out from one of the cars had the knife up by his head and was running at the cops and then they engaged him with lethal force and killed him and uh, I mean it was kind of ridiculous on that aspect of I mean, what do you expect to do that to anybody I and mean, we start chasing somebody with a knife I mean especially down here in Polk County Florida you're going to get shot and I went through some of the comments on some of the stuff because I pulled it up on Twitter and Instagram today and was reading through it and it was mind boggling to me how many people were actually coming up with idiotic comments like, I don't understand why the officers didn't just shoot him in the hand or shoot him in the knee and make him drop the knife. They didn't have to shoot him, you know, four or five times like that. 
And, you know, the fact that some of these people are that uneducated to think that in an instance where you're backing up and somebody's pursuing you with a knife and they're probably within a half a second to maybe a second and a half to being on top of you, that you're supposed to be such an expert marksmanship, you just draw your gun and shoot them in the hand and knock the knife out of their hand. Issue with that as well is when you're shooting and you know appendage like that, even with a nine millimeter round, you're going to have extreme bullet exit. Meaning the bullet's going to exit the body. It's not going to stop in the torso like it would if you shoot mine in the chest. Meaning when you shoot them in the hand, if you hit them in the hand, actually that round's going to go somewhere else, like to a building or a house. And so it's interesting to see ignorant comments like that, but that's just where it's gotten in society now, where these individuals that want to promote this Antifa and Black Lives Matter terrorism are doing so with any excuse they can possibly get a hold of. So it appears Philadelphia is going to start spooling up, and at the same time you have Twitter that has now pretty much come out now, and they said... Twitter will begin to show prompts to U.S. users that address topics that are likely subject of election misinformation. And essentially what that means, as we're starting to find out now, is they're going to do anything and everything to censor any topics that come up about Biden or election fraud or mail-in voting or anything of that instance. And they're going to try to do everything they can to discredit the uh, winning, essentially, of President Trump. And let me clarify this real quick. Dad and I talked about this a little bit yesterday. I'm going to let him touch base on this in a second. What they're trying to do is pretty clear now. I've addressed this repeatedly. Trump is going to probably win by a landslide on election night. The amount of people that are basically exit polling, the people that we've seen at the uh, giant rallies, there's not a doubt in my mind Trump is going to absolutely kill it on election night. I'm telling you that right now, just right off the cuff. But what they're going to use is they're going to use Trump now as the 2020 scapegoat president to try to overthrow the United States by saying he won't step down because Biden has X amount of votes. There are upwards of 80 to 90 million mail-in ballots that have been pushed out there. You're probably going to have dogs, cats, dead people, illegals, people from other countries. The list goes on on how many people are actually going to vote with these ballots that are coming in. When you're talking about almost 100 million ballots that have been mailed out, you're talking about the opportunity for severe election fraud. And that's what I think is going to happen, personally. I'm, I'm, that's what I personally think. Now, I could be wrong. Other people have different opinion. I think Trump's going to absolutely win by a landslide. Twitter has already said that they're going to come out now and basically say that it will not be a legitimate win for Trump until we have all the votes in, which we already know. California's come out now and said, hey, we're not even going to basically have to count everything at the latest until November 20th. November 20th. So the ability to have election fraud is so ripe and so ready, and they're telling us what they're already going to do, and Twitter and Facebook and all social media is already telling us what they're going to do. This is why I've encouraged everybody, we got about a week, make sure you got everything prepped and ready to go as far as what you need for security, what you need for your home, what you need for your family, whether it's food, whether it's water, whatever the thing you're last waiting on, heck, even some extra fuel if you need so, and make sure you always, and I've always always said this, make sure you have your vehicle tapped off on fuel. 
I always say that all the time. You know, I'm a very big proponent of making sure you stay on full. I treat half a tank like I'm on empty. If I get a half a tank, it gets filled back up. Not only does it make it cheaper, in my opinion, to fill back up because you're like, oh, I'm at half a tank. It doesn't hit you quite as hard. But it also is like, hey, I stay on full. If I got to go somewhere, you know, I got four or 500 miles of tank on my vehicle. So I can leave if I have to because you never want to be in a position where you're in an emergency. And it could be regardless of election night or whatever. You may have somebody go to the hospital. You may have somebody get in a car wreck. And all of a sudden you go to get in your vehicle and boom, tank's on completely on E. And you're like, wow, that's, this is a horrible situation to be in right now. I can't believe I'll let myself get into this. So just my stance on that, what do you think about what they're doing with all the social media and prepping everything to get ready for this supposed landslide by buying that? Well, Austin, I talked about it in length yesterday, for folks who didn't hear the show. I actually went into a detailed discussion on how we were basically mirroring what happened in 1917 in Russia with, with Stalin and Lenin. And how they did the same thing with election fraud, uncertainty of the election. It's the exact same template that they did 103 years ago. They're doing it again right now. The problem is we haven't been taught this in a high school civics class anymore because that was kind of like eliminated. And so we don't have any ability to see back and understand what propaganda is and what these guys have done because we weren't educated in this. Uh, yesterday I was at the car dealership and I was having to get my truck service, had to get the oil changed in it. And I was talking to one of the girls who was basically, you know, helping me get it done. And I started, she started asking me questions about, you know, the economy and these other types of things. And we started talking. And I told her we had a show that she needed to listen to. And she said that her, her husband and her father are basically, you know, they've had enough of all of it. And I, I started asking her questions. I said, well, what they've done is, and I started giving her a listing. And she, she hadn't heard of anything. She didn't know about election fraud. She didn't know about the Russian Revolution. She, she didn't know about fluorine or chlorine in the water supply. She didn't know anything. And so this is what they've done to the population of the United States. Now, I must also say one other thing. There are a lot of people out there that don't want to know the truth. They really don't. I mean, most people, when you really question them and you say, hey, look, here's the deal. You know, we're basically living in a country that's on its last leg. You know, we're kind of circling the drain, kind of like Biden. You know, he's circling the drain. We're kind of circling the drain with him. And that's a metaphor to be used when people are about to check out or leave the planet or die. And so the country's about to die. And they know that. We're circling the drain now with Biden. We're circling the drain now with the United States as the, as the republic as we know it. But people won't wake up as far as the vast majority. There's 10% or so that are awake. There are. There are about 10% of the population that are patriots that have had enough. The problem is the 10% can't get the elected officials out of office who are doing all of this stuff. And as, as long as we have dual citizens of other nations running our country, it's like I mentioned yesterday, it's as if we have a, another country running the affairs of the United States that are controlling everything. And, and, and it's true, they are. And see, we need to understand this because right now they're going to do exactly what they did 103 years ago with the Russian Revolution, and they're going to basically say the election is a fraud Trump won't step down. And then we see cities like Philadelphia, which have large black majorities, Baltimore, Philadelphia, Detroit, and they're using the black people as tools for basically running a revolution. They did the same thing back in the 60s. And the sad part about it is, is that the black leadership, who votes Democrat all of the time, they basically 
believe the lie in the narrative, just like a lot of the people in the white communities who believe the lie in the narrative. It doesn't matter if you're black or you're white or you're Hispanic or you're Chinese or whatever you are. They've divided everybody now. They, we're supposed to hate the Chinese. We're supposed to hate the Russians. We're supposed to hate the Jews. We're supposed to hate the Christians. We're supposed to hate the Hindus. We're supposed to hate the Muslims. We're supposed to hate the communists. We're supposed to hate the republic, you know, the, the, the patriots. Everybody's become a special interest group. And they've done this on purpose to divide and conquer. It's a military strategy. If you divide and conquer, you don't have to fight a big force. Uh, last night I watched a movie, and it was talking about how the Germanic peoples had defeated, you know, three legions of the Roman Empire, like 15,000 troops, you know, you know, a couple thousand years ago. And they were talking about how they did it, how the Germanic tribes had to come together and learn that they had to be together to be strong rather than independent and weak. And they destroyed basically Rome. They took it down. They wiped out those three legions. And this is exactly what they've done to us. They've broken us up into tribal units, into units that basically have their own independent view of what the United States is rather than a cohesive country. They saw what the United States did in World War One. And they really saw what the United States did in World War II when we, the people of the United States, come together as a group of individual patriots who work together for a common cause. They don't want that anymore. They've, they've dumbed us down with fluoride starting back in the 40s. They've dumbed us down with benzene A starting back in the 40s and 50s. They put the plastic estrogens into the food supply to make guys girly men. You think about it for a second. How macho do you have to be how much testosterone do you have to have to get off of a landing craft while you've got machine guns all around you firing at you and hit the beaches of Normandy? You've got to be pretty doggone tough. You've got to be pretty doggone macho. And you've got to have a lot of testosterone to do that or you're going to hide in the back of the boat. I mean, quite frankly, I don't think we, the people of the United States, could put a force together like that again that would be willing to do that because we've been dumbed down with drugs and estrogen compounds and let's, let's not even forget the doggone you know you know heroin and all the opiates that people are hooked on in the United States now and so they've done this and they've dumbed us down and weakened us over all of these generations to bring us to this point where we're vulnerable as a people because we've stopped raising little Americans so you listen to yesterday's show I go into detail about what happened in the Russian Revolution and how it's such a major pivotal role in history by the way I want to mention this too with the chemtrails I've done entire shows on geoengineering I don't talk about it much because you know there's really not much we can do about it because we can't really stop the CIA from running all of these planes and putting all these additives in the jet fuel which are putting aluminum and barium into the air the other day I was at the Great Smoky National Park and I did Cades Cove many of you listening have done that and it used to be when we'd go through the park at dusk, you'd literally see hundreds of deer, hundreds of deer, and, you know, black bear, etc. Occasionally, you would see the bear all the time, but you'd still see them. And we went through the park this last week, a couple days ago, and sure enough, we saw two deer, two. And I, I thought, what the heck? And so I asked the guys at Cades Cove, I said, where have all the deer gone? They go, well, they were taken out by the blight. I said, the blight? He said, well, about 90% of the deer are gone. There are very few left. And he says, the coyotes got them. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. We've always had coyotes. There's just no way. What happened? Well, what happens is this. you got this 
this deer disease that's running through the United States. And a lot of it's caused because the, the deer are eating and they're grazing animals and they're eating all of this foliage and all of this grass that is soaked down in aluminum and barium. Their immune systems are getting shot from that and their brains are going to toast because of the heavy metal toxicity and they're dying and they become very ill. The same thing is true here in Florida. We have a citrus industry where we had one and the soil has been, become so contaminated with aluminum and barium that the citrus trees have died. Certain vegetation are very, very sensitive to aluminum and barium. And then, of course, then we have this, 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 as they call it, this citrus canker that has come in, all the other stuff, just because the plants have gotten weak. See, this is where we are right now in the United States with the stuff that's going on in the, right now in the U.S. because of the geoengineering. In fact, there was an Arctic blast has now brought minus, minus 29 degree cold weather to Montana as snow and ice plaster the central United States. Potomac, Montana, early Sunday, the coldest temperature ever reserved this early in the season across the lower 48, minus 29.2. This is in October. This is insane. Why? Because we're messing up the seasons. We're messing up everything. We just, in Australia, 2.24 million lightning strikes in just 48 hours have hit the eastern states of Australia. I mean, 2.24 million lightning strikes? I mean, that's insanity. I mean, I can't even think those numbers are that high with lightning. That means it's like boom, 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 constantly. This is because of geoengineering. You know, we've had Dane Winnetty on the show many times over the years. And he talks about the geoengineering and what they're doing to the planet. And again, these are the Kabbalists that are doing this. It's always the same guys because they want to destroy God's creation because they really believe that, you know, God's a bad guy and they want to really believe that their snake in a tree is the good guy, which is so silly. It's funny, yesterday I was at the dealership getting the car done and I, and I spoke to one of the folks that was working there and, you know, and we were discussing the show. He's actually listens to the show every single day. Nice guy. And, and what was interesting about this is he said to me, he says, well, you know, the stuff that really interests me on your show is the stuff that you talk about that really nobody else talks about as far as the multidimensional universe and God. And I said, well, thank you so much, bud. I told him that I sent him a few of the shows that we focused on that. I told him about the September 25th show that we had done this year. And see, this is the thing that separates our show from all of these other shows that are out there. And I've talked about this at length with Austin. Is that we go and we talk, we talk about these S things. We go and we talk about the things that nobody else wants to discuss. We talk about how the planet got formed. We talk about how the dimensions work. We talk about who God really is and who these other people are that are attacking everything that God made on this planet. Guys, and I want to thank you for your support. You know, if, if you weren't supporting health masters and getting your supplements from us and your deodorant, your multiple vitamins and all the different things, we couldn't do shows like this. I mean, they already yoked us off of YouTube three years ago come January. And so we have to have your support. So, guys, right now, we still have food buckets in stock. You know, we've got this election coming up here. You know, it's getting pretty close. We don't know what's going to happen. If you have the ability to get some food buckets from us right now, that would be great. We don't have that many left, but you get what we have. I'll give you what we have left. If you don't want to do that, go to the grocery store and get yourself some canned goods enough for at least six weeks. You think, well, wow, Ted, yeah, just do it right now because it won't make any difference. If you buy six weeks of canned goods, if you don't 
have if we don't have the apocalypse hit during this election or whatever happens, especially in these major cities, you can eat the food for the next year. It'll cut your cost down a little bit as far as your monthly budgets. But guys, it's really important to get prepped up right now. I mean, if you haven't started laying out ammo and guns, and you know, have a strategy put together at this point, well, I I just pray God's mercy on you because there's a high probability something bad's going to happen with this election. They think, well, is it a hundred percent? No, it's not a hundred percent. You know, we're praying all the time, and we're believing that cooler heads are going to prevail. But, guys, it's so important that you understand that these Kabbalists who run the country, who run the planet, who run the Congress, who run the Senate, who run the CIA, who run MI6, who run all the central banks, that they're absolutely set on their agenda and their timeline. Just, just be aware right now and stay focused and stay prepped. Austin, what do you think? That's really well said, and you're right from the beginning as far as very few people even know much of anything about the Bolshevik Revolution in 1917, and that's why we brought it up so much, because we're seeing such incredible, almost insane parallels watching it happen right here in the United States, and the aspect of allowing these kids nowadays to be shot up with dozens of vaccinations, to have them stuffed in front of a video game or an iPad on a regular basis, to do all these different things is continuing to not raise little Americans. Just like Dad said, I had a birthday party over the weekend and for the kids, for a little bunch of little kids, brought Hunter and Kendall over there. There's one of our friends that we know, and there's, there's a ton of kids over there, and they had a blast. It was interesting. We were over there, and we are in the house at one point, and I was talking to a couple of buddies, and there was one of the kids there. And uh, I guess the kid's dad, I didn't know him that well, but the kid was getting all mad. He's like three years old. And he's like, I want my iPad now, you know, in, in three-year-old speech. And I, I clearly pulled it out. And his dad's like, no, you need to eat some food first. He's like, I want it now. And I just looked at him, and I, w- I was almost in shock. I mean, this kid's three years old. I'm not talking, you know, a 15-, 16-year-old kid being just a 15- or 16-year-old punk kid. I'm talking to this little three-year-old. And the parents are just... It kind of just ignoring it, like, oh, yeah, I know, hee hee, you need to eat some food, hee hee, like it's a joke. And I'm like, what an embarrassment. What an embarrassment if we turn into our country now. This is the best we can raise? Really? This is the best we can raise now in our country? Our kids that are so obsessed with getting dopamine hits from their iPads, they're pitching a fit, and the fact that their parents take it seriously and just kind of, oh, whatever, okay, give them the iPad and let them play with the iPad at three years old and just ha- let them have free reign because they said they want it? And what does the kid say? I want heroin too? Okay, you're three, you can have some heroin. I mean, what, where, where's the line drawn with that? Anybody that's done any research at all, and I encourage people to do so if you have not, can figure out in very plain searches. It doesn't take much research at all, but a few clicks to figure out how addictive these phones are and how addictive these iPads are and these games are that they put on these phones and these social media apps they put on these phones and iPads. They're incredibly addictive. And they're designed to do exactly just that, to get you sucked into them. And the problem is when you're an adult, and you know, you're 20-something years old, you can usually moderate it pretty well, unless you're an idiot. But the majority of people can moderate. Okay, I don't need to be on this too much. I don't need to be on that too much. I can actually, you know, do things. But when you're three or four years old, you're living in a, in a, in a you're, there's no reality. You're living in a dream state. So when you're playing these games, 
You get so obsessed with them and so hooked on them that you don't know how to function, enjoy life, or even engage in normal behavior as a child, pretty much unless you're involved in one of these games. And that's exactly what they wanted to have happen. And now they're taking it a step further. This is crazy. Washington, D.C. now. A bill in Washington, D.C. for Washington, the District of Columbia, basically came about at the beginning of the year. And there was no there was no push for it. It literally sat untouched and unmoved. It's Bill B two three dash zero one seven one. DC Bill B two three dash zero one seven one. I'll put it on the website. I want you guys to look at it because they voted in favor of it already. The DC Council voted in favor on October twentieth. 12 to 1 on the first reading of a virtual online meeting. It's set to have its final vote on November 10th. Then you go, Austin, okay, what is up with this bill? You sound heated about it. Why are you going off on this bill? What is this bill, B230171? Well, the bill not only permits children ages 11 years old and older to give consent to doctors and other vaccine administrators to give them as many vaccines as the administrator wants without any parental knowledge or consent. And, this is the kicker, also requires insurance companies, vaccine administrators, and school officials to conceal from the parents that the child has been vaccinated with those said vaccines. This is so far beyond child abuse and negligent child development. I don't even know what to say here. 11 years old and older, full ability to give consent to a vaccine, which obviously it's not hard to talk 11-year-old into doing much of anything. You can pretty much bribe them with a cookie, and they're going to get a vaccine. 11 years old and older, any doctor vaccine administration can give them vaccines without parental knowledge or consent, and they require the insurance company, vaccine administrators, and schools to conceal from the parents that the child's have been vaccinated. And it says right here, testimony was taken, B230171 had sat for over a year untouched and unmoved. However, they said, though, with the current state of affairs and COVID, the hope of an imminent coronavirus vaccine gave the bill new urgency. They're telling you what they're about to do to the kids, guys. This is just in D.C. right now, but I promise you this is going to start having sweeping measures because these guys lay down a lot of stuff that sets precedent. This is why I've told everybody, be very aware of what your kids are being exposed to in school. And I know a lot of parents, they have to send them to public school because of costs and stuff like that. I get that. But please understand, the communist indoctrination camps that are no longer raising the little Americans are going into a full-blown assault on your kids. They are. This is why they're making them wear masks. I, mean, I, I, I was behind a school bus again the other day, another school bus again the other day. Kids get off the school bus. They're all wearing masks. They're walking down the sidewalks. They're still wearing masks by themselves walking. Why? Because they've been trained to do so. They don't know any better. They're told you have to wear a mask, and they go, okay, I I guess i got to wear a mask. You wear a mask, you get detention. Okay, I'll wear a mask. Pull your mask up. It's not above your nose. Okay, I'll pull my mask up. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Pull your mask up again, or you're getting detention. You beat a child down enough psychologically They will do pretty much anything, and that's exactly what they're doing. They're breaking these children's will and their spirit and training them 
to be good little submissive slaves. And it makes me madder than anything, guys. It drives me up the wall. I'll tell you that right now. To do this to these little kids when they know the transmission rate and the mortality rate of children 0 to 19 is virtually nothing. The mortality rate of these kids with COVID. And they're treating them like this. And now they're saying, hey, guess what? D.C., we're going to roll out COVID vaccine when it gets here. And 11 years old and up, they're getting hit with a COVID vaccine. We're not even going to tell the parents about it, much less allow the parents to consent. They're never going to know their kids had it. So what happens when their kids start getting sick after this COVID vaccine? The parent, they go home and say, I don't feel good. I don't know. They gave me a shot the other day. They gave you what? Yeah, they gave you a shot the other day. What'd they give you? I don't know. They just gave me a shot. They told me I had to take it. I feel horrible, though. They called the administrator. They called the nurse. I'm sorry, we can't disclose that information. Uh, your child gave consent for that. We can't disclose it. What do you mean? You can't give me the information of what you injected my child with? No, I'm sorry. Your child gave consent under bill, you know, basically from the uh, BC B230171. We are not required to give you any type of information about what we gave your child. Are you kidding me right now? Is this actually America? <laughs> it was America. I can say that. This bill isn't coming out right now and isn't getting voted on accidentally. They're getting rolled out to do this because they want to do this to every single child. There's a reason why. Remember I told you guys yesterday the contract between Fauci and Moderna and everything that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. just came out with said that the Moderna was getting a $500 million vaccine contract for $9 billion. $500 million vaccines? Guys, there's only three, what, 327 million people in the country right now? That's it? So Moderna's already going to have 500 million vaccines ready to roll out. They want to have every single man, woman, and child hit with two vaccines. But they know there's a large possibility there's going to be huge resistance. They're going to start with the kids, and they're going to start with the people that are going to willingly accept it, and they're going to work their way across the line. That's why I've told everybody, this is going to be the line in the sand. For me and for everybody else that I know around me has said the same thing. You can't capitulate to this because once it goes that way, it's completely done. They own you. Once you no longer have the right to say what goes into your body and you no longer have the right to consent of what's done to your body, you are de facto slave. You do not have the right to even say what goes in your body. You are non-existent. You're a peasant slave and they will do what they want with you from that time forward. Stand your ground, speak your mind, and continue to get the truth out, man. You know, Austin, it goes back to what I talked about yesterday as far as the Kabbalists and, and what they believe. They don't believe that you're a human, that you're from God. They believe that you're like, you know, satanic origin. or They're so twisted with their thoughts and their patterns or their belief structure and how they, what they believe God is and Satan is and everything else. But they don't believe that you're human, that you're some type of inferior DNA, that you're like a soulless beast, which is, you know, why they call you a goyim, which is basically you know, a cattle or a cow or, you know, or a Gentile or somebody who basically is without God, without a soul, without a spirit. So they don't really care what they do to you. They really don't. And the problem is they don't even care what they do to other people that are also Jewish who don't follow their teachings with the Kabbalah or Hindu or Muslim or Christians. They don't care. It's this little group that considers themselves to be the benign Nephilim, you know, sons of the fallen, whoever they think they are, that are the Kabbalists that do all of this towards everybody else. Years ago when they passed those HIPAA laws, and they said, you can't discuss anything 
that's being done from a medical standpoint with anybody without their express you know, express permission. How many times have you gone to the medical doctor's office and you have to either hide, you have to sign the HIPAA forms, or if they want to use it for research, they have to have your permission to send out your data, which I always refuse to sign those forms. And so this is what they're using against us now with our own children. The children come in and say, hey, you know, we're giving you permission to give us a vaccine. We're 11 years old. Well, at that point in time, that child has consented to a medical treatment, and now you're as a, you as a parent are now not allowed without that child's permission to find out what happened and what they did to that child. The same thing is true. If you got a 16 or 17 year old child in college, and you go to the college and you want to find out what their grades are, unless a child has signed a form giving you express permission to know what the grades are, you can't look at the transcripts. It's just, it, they've become so convoluted in the rules of the things they've done to try to prevent us from knowing what they're doing to our children. You think, well, this is crazy. Well, yeah, because again, the colleges in most cases are communist indoctrination centers. You know, my daughter Savannah, you know, she's a school and because she's 17, we're still getting her texts because she signed off on all that from the school. And they constantly are sending her texts to go get and submit her temperature and her COVID information on an ongoing basis for the database of the college. All of this stuff is being used against these kids, even though I don't think one college child has ever even died from any of this stuff because they recover so quickly. Some of them, if they have good high supplements in their system, they, rec they recover from COVID like in less than 24 hours, sometimes 72 hours. So this is the thing they do constantly by interfering with our ability to raise our own children because, see, they don't consider the children to be our children. In a communist state, in a socialistic state, the child belongs to the state, not the parents. Yep. We've got to get that through our heads, and that's where we're going with this stuff. And so I, I'm with Austin. If you have the ability, if you have the ability to homeschool that child and your state still allows it, because it's going to come to a point where there are going to be states out there that aren't even going to allow homeschool anymore. You need to homeschool them. Well, we really can't do that, okay? Well, then go try to get them into a Christian school or try to get involved with your local school board so you can try to avoid some of these things. But regardless, I mean, you send them into these communist indoctrination centers, especially when they're little. You know, when they're four and five years, six years old, you're sending them into these schools that having transgenders come in. And these schools are openly talking about there are more than two sexes. And they're having, you know, tranny day out. And they have the trannies come in and they come out and they talk to the little boys and girls about being anything they want to be from a sexual standpoint. You do that to a, you do that to a little kid who's four or five years old who's in a theta brainwave state, you're not going to erase that programming. Because I mentioned this yesterday. That child doesn't have a filtration system on his brain. He thinks everything he hears is true at that point because he's in a dreamlike state. So he thinks it's all real. And they continue to believe that junk their entire life. That's why we have found ourselves in this mess. You know, you see, you go to these hotels. The other day we got stuck in the national park because of traffic. It was so bad. And so it was late. It was dark. And I didn't want to drive back to the, to our place up there in North Carolina because it's like two hours away in, you know, on black dark roads with curves everywhere. So I stopped at the Marriott, the courtyard Marriott there in Gatlinburg. And when I got there, I couldn't believe that the vast majority of the people inside of the Marriott, including all the employees, are basically wearing masks. And one of the guys at the front desk, he had rash all over his face from the mask. I mean, it was ridiculous. And I felt sorry for him, but he was being compliant. And the next morning, we get up to have breakfast, and the, and, the, and the cook doesn't show up. 
And I asked him, I said, where's the, uh, the we can't have breakfast? And he goes, well, no, we have no cook. And I said, why do you have a cook? He said, well, because of the unemployment that all of the people have gotten in this area, we have nobody to cook because nobody showed up this morning and he was supposed to be here at 6 to get everything prepped and he didn't show up. And he said, we can't find help anymore because we can't get anybody to work for us because they're making so much money with unemployment from the federal government. And I'm like, unbelievable. And then finally, you know, the cook shows up an hour and 15 minutes late, guys. <laughs> he shows up and there were dishes still all over the doggone restaurant from the night before the final crew didn't even clean up before they left. And I'm, I'm like, this is unbelievable. And so then I go to the front desk and the lady's standing there without a mask on. And there's a big plastic shield between us and she's not wearing a mask. And I looked at her and I said, I want to thank you for not wearing a mask. And she goes, what do you mean by that? I'm like, I mean, I want to thank you for not wearing a mask. I'm not wearing a mask. And she goes, oh, she goes, I thought you were being facetious. I thought you were being smart. She goes, all day long, people chew me out for wearing a mask. And I told my boss, I'm not wearing a mask. But I'm not doing it because I don't feel good. I get headaches. I feel horrible when I wear a mask. And I'm not going to do it. They can fire me if he wants. And so he decided that not to fire me. And he's allowed me to work here without a mask on. And I thought to myself, this is weird. I'm, I'm in the twilight zone again. You know, the lady gets mad because I tell her not Thank you for not wearing a mask. And guys, I do that all the time. And if you're not wearing a mask and you go into some place and you see somebody who looks, you know, relatively like a nice person or whatever, just say to them, thank you for not wearing a mask. And, you know, and, and, and you make sure you don't have your mask on. <laughs> I hope you're not wearing a mask. And in that way, everybody reinforces everybody else not wearing the mask. It's so important to realize, but Austin's 100% right that these school systems are just just a bunch of communist indoctrination centers. That's all they are. And we need to understand that. Look at this thing with George Clooney now. George Clooney has apparently has come out with a new movie on Netflix or whatever. It's called The Midnight Sky. And I am not promoting this film at all. I don't like George Clooney at all. I think he's a complete and total compromised well, I won't use any bad words. He used to run around when he first got in Hollywood. This is no joke handing out naked pictures about himself no joke and he basically knew that if he did that enough they would realize that he could be compromised and he would follow what he was told to do because he wanted to be famous well you know, now he's famous and he's basically a billionaire from, from the liquor company he sold which again is another Rothschild handout and so he likes to come out and do these things about the ap apocalyptic world now of what we're going to have because of global warming that's what this movie's about and I don't, I don't care for these guys. There's certain people that I have completely and totally taken off my list. Ben Affleck is one of them. I will not pay for one of his movies. George Clooney is one of them. These were big Hollywood stars, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah, I, I don't go see these guys. I don't pay to have the movies. And and I and I don't I don't I don't do the guy who uh, Brad Pitt. I won't go pay for pay for his movies because these guys are hardcore. I believe cabalists. And they're doing the bidding of their Kabbalist handlers in Hollywood. And so you got to take a stand against these guys. I would never pay for a Miley Cyrus concert. Apparently nobody wants to pay for a Madonna concert either because they canceled their entire tour. But I would never pay for one of those concerts. I would never go to hear somebody sing. Or Katy Perry. I would not go anywhere. Even Taylor Swift. Any of these things. I don't care for those singers anyhow. But I would, I would not go any of those concerts that I know these guys are promoting a Kabbalist witch agenda satanic agenda I mean it's bad enough that the NFL forces you to watch a Kabbalist halftime ceremony literally every year for the Super Bowl it's bad enough they do that 
But they do that on purpose too because they get the biggest audience. They may have over a billion viewers on the Super Bowl one night and they get to do a full Kabbalist satanic ritual with all that symbology. And I tell people, don't watch the Super Bowl halftime. They still watch it. Now many of you, of course, you won't because you got to listen to the show. But people don't understand what it does when you look at the symbols and you watch that stuff. It goes into your subconscious mind and it really creates confusion and chaos. You know, I've got a friend of mine, he's a hunter. Let's go back to the story I talked about a few minutes ago with a deer. And he said that all of the deer that he's been watching as far as on the cams where he hunts, almost every single buck has deformed antlers now because of all of this toxins and contaminations. And the other thing people do too, and they, they, they do it. And it's sad because I've tried to tell so many of my friends is they feed these deer GMO corn. GMO corn yeah. will rot your gut. And they actually come out there with truckloads, and they have these ranches and stuff, and literally dump, you know, 20 or 30 tons of GMO corn into these ranches sometimes every year to feed these deer GMO corn. You look what happens with the pigs and the tumors and all the things that happen with mice when they were given GMO corn. That's some poisonous stuff, guys. You should never, ever eat corn if it is not certified organic. What do you think, Oz? I think you nailed it on the head because, I mean, I've talked about this as well. I've gotten very frustrated with people. Is I mean, organic corn for these feed plots, it's more money. I get that. But on the other hand, too, if it's for feed plots for deer that you're going to be hunting, you're going to be eating, why do you want to eat that meat that's just saturated with GMO corn? And it's, a lot of people do it all the time. You still can't get it through their head. You can go on our website and look on the tests that were done on mice, when they fed these mice and also pigs straight Roundup-resistant Monsanto corn. This was, this was years ago this research was done. I think it was back in 11 or 12 or 13. It was a couple different ones. We have it on the website. You can go on there. And every single mouse that was fed this GMO Roundup-ready corn grew giant tumors on their body. Giant tumors. I mean big tumors. Like half the size of their body. The pigs, the swine, the pig, that they fed this to, when they autopsied them, their entire digestive system was mush. It was mush. It was just, just, there was just nothing. There was no digestive tract anymore. It was like liquefied. And remember, these are hogs, guys. They eat just about anything. <laughs> if, if you've ever been out hunting before with wild hogs, they eat carcasses, they eat feces, they eat anything, and they handle it just fine. They start eating full Roundup-resistant corn from Monsanto, it literally makes their digestive system go to mush. That should give you an indication right there how toxic this stuff is. So you start feeding it to these deer, and you start having an issue that Dad's talked about repeatedly is what's called epigenetics. The GMO foods and the, the, the glyphosate, the Roundup, that people are ingesting and the animals are ingesting, it causes issues with the DNA and it transfers on to generations. It's called epigenetics. What you are eating, what your children eat, it affects what their offspring get as well. That's one crazy part that we've realized now about glyphosate and some of these unbelievably toxic herbicides. This is why I've repeatedly told people this, but when Lana was first pregnant with our son Hunter, first child, she was so sensitive to any type of food she ate because, you know, we tried to eat very clean. Even before she got pregnant, we ate very clean. But, you know, women a lot of times, they get pregnant.
pregnant, and they want to eat junk. Well, almost every time, invariably, she would eat junk, she'd end up throwing up. And I felt bad for her, because obviously, I mean, that's horrible. That's not something you wish. But what we figured out after trial and error was that she pretty much could only eat fully certified non-GMO food. That's the only thing she could eat, like full-blown organic food all the time. Anytime she ate stuff from restaurants, anytime she ate stuff that wasn't organic, 95 to 99% of the time, invariably, she ended up getting unbelievably sick and throwing up. And like I said, I felt horrible, but that's how we figured out how to pretty much fix it. And what it was is her body had been so clean from eating clean foods, and Hunter was basically such a clean baby that when she started pumping in some of this food and it was full of GMOs and full of basically glyphosate, her body was like, ejecto. We're done. This ain't staying in here. There's some toxic stuff we don't want in our body. The issue that we've had now is that so many families have been eating this stuff for generations that it's starting to cause serious issues with the children down the line. I have a real good couple of ours, good friend of ours. They basically had to go and start working with in vitro to try to get pregnant. And they had their, their first kid together, and he was uh, moderately healthy. He's been vaccinated, though, so he's had a lot of issues with ear infections. He's had tubes in his ears. And so they've been trying to have a second kid, and they're having issues, even with the in vitro. And then she's like 30 years old, 29, 30 years old. She she's doesn't have any really health issues as far as with reproductive issues or stuff like that, but she can't get pregnant. And I told her husband, who I'm friends with, I said, she's got to change her diet, bud. I said, she eats horrible. I've been around her. All she eats is junk food and fast food and pasta and pizza and cake and cookies and junk all the time. I said, that's why she's, you know, so overweight. And he's actually been working out with me some and getting his diet back in check. He's actually lost about 25 pounds working with me and he's continuing to drop. And he said, yeah, I know. He's like, I've told her. He said, but she just loves eating junk food and carbs all the time. And I said, here's the problem. But I said, the older she's getting, the longer she keeps putting these toxins back in her body, the harder it's going to be for her, for you guys to have another kid. I said, because there's a reason why her body doesn't want to have a kid. It's toxic. It doesn't want to have a kid right now. And I said, she really needs to do a detox. If anything, she really needs to do a seven-day colonic cleanse. He said, yeah, I know. You told me that. I said, I'm telling you that again. I said, I can almost guarantee you, you do a full-blown detox and do a colonic cleanse, I promise you there's a much higher probability you guys are going to get pregnant very quickly. And I said, but she has to clean her body out. And so I've been trying to work with him on it, and so far she hasn't been listening to any of that. But again, it's not my problem. I can only do the best I can and get the truth out there and talk to people and help them. But that's why Dad and I talk about it all the time. If people don't want to listen, and they don't want to change, I'm only going to help so far. I'm not going to go on and keep beating people in the head with a stick over and over and over and over again and say, this is what you need to do, this is what you need to do, because quite frankly, I have so many other things to do and so many other people that want to listen and help. I'll put it out there. I'll give you the information. If you want help, I'll give it to you, but if not, I'm not going to keep doing it. That's why when people email me sometimes at the office, they actually get a lot of emails like this. They go, uh, I need you to call my brother's sister, um, you know, or not my brother's sister, my brother's wife. Excuse me. I get those a lot. Or I need you to call my basically my sister's husband. And uh, he's sick right now. He's in the hospital. He's having all these issues. And I need you to call him and tell him what protocol to take. Um, that's going to be a hard no. I'm sorry. But if he does not even willing to call me, I tell him, dude, be willing to call him. Give him our 1-800 number. Well, he's really busy right now. Oh, he's really busy in the hospital. He doesn't have time to pick up the phone and call me. 
I'm really too busy to call him. It goes both ways, and it has to be reciprocal. You can't expect people to go out of their way to try to convince other people to do something that they don't want to do. It doesn't work like that. I know Dad's dealt with that even more than I have. But, again, guys, if you need help or you need support, feel please feel free to call us. We're here to help you out the best we can. But that's why we no longer do third-party consultations as far as talking to people and helping them with their diet anymore because we found out 99% of the time they don't listen. If they don't want to call us up directly and actually get information from us, we're not going to call them to try to convince them they need to do something different with their life because obviously what they have done has worked out just fine for them, Dad. You know, Austin, what's crazy about this is I know when um, I, when I had the when I had my clinic set up on Highway 92 back in the 80s, I would try to talk to people, you know, all the time about changing their diet. And the people who wanted to listen, listened. The people who didn't want to listen, didn't listen. And, you know, when we'd come in and we'd do, and we were charging them to come in the office, they were paying them. And I would ask them sometimes, why are you paying me? And yet you don't listen to what I tell you to do. I'd ask them that question. And a lot of it has to do, like your friend's wife, because they get so hooked on the dopamine triggers from the sugar. Sugar is really, really addictive, guys. And and when you get really addicted to sugar, you're constantly craving it and for the dopamine that it's going to do in the brain. But then what happens is your body's constantly releasing insulin. And the insulin is a storage hormone. And so it takes this extra sugar and it converts it into fat. It's the same thing with alcohol, the same thing because it converts into fat. It messes up the enzyme lipase, which allows the body to burn fat instead of store fat. And so when it's happening, you get fatter and fatter and get a big beer gun on you. And I always tell folks, you know, we'll try to help you. If you're drinking diet sodas or if you're drinking eating GMO foods or if you're not drinking distilled water, but you can only go so far because after a point, you start nagging them. And then they get mad. <laughs> okay? And they want to fuss at you and you become the enemy because you're telling them the truth. So you can't do that. You know, the Bible says it, and Jesus had the same problem, guys. You know, that's why he finally said, let he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Let him who has eyes to see, let him see. Because even Christ understood that we have freedom of will. And that's how God made us. And if people aren't willing to listen, there's nothing you can do or I can do to try to change that. Simply because if we try to force it, they're not going to stick with it anyhow. It's not going to do it. Oh, by the way, Rome is rioting over COVID. And now they're throwing fireworks at the police, which pretty soon they're going to be banning fireworks everywhere because people have been using them in riots. I just thought I'd mention that. Or they're going to be banning what types of fireworks you can buy. And, and this is what's happening all over the world now because people have had enough of this lockdown. And now they're saying it doesn't matter if you have a no signature match on a mail-in ballot. It doesn't matter if it doesn't have a postmark on it. It says basically... Any ballot that comes in, regardless of signature, regardless of postmark, doesn't mean anything. You have to count the ballot. That's where we find ourselves now with these Democrats in these cities. <laughs> it's so funny. Slate now calls for Mozart and Beethoven to be referred to by their full names to fight sexism and racism, leaving Twitter baffled. Calling famous classical music composers just by their last names can be harmful nowadays according to an article published in a U.S. liberal magazine, Slate. The piece was instantly mocked online. So you can't say Brahms. You can't say Mozart. You can't say anything like Beethoven anymore because people know who these people are and they're 
males. And so that's now sexist and racist when you do that. So you have to use their full names. I, I can't even, I can't, sometimes I gotta laugh. And, oh, by the way, gay Obama has lost his mojo. Uh, he, has, he has an event in Miami, and almost no one shows up at the event, and only 70 people watch it online. That's because he's not being promoted by the mainstream anymore. Remember, Obama's gay. Michelle's a tranny. She's a transgender. That makes them closer to being a hermaphrodite in Kabbalah, which is why he was put into office and why Michelle Michael was his wife, is his wife, or whatever they have. Who knows what kind of sickos these people are. And she was promoted as being a female to us. It's all because of this hermaphroditic stuff that they want to be part of. And it, it's crazy. Uh, Caitlin Johnstone, Johnstone, by the way, wrote an article and said, America now has no allies, only hostages. And they go in and try to subvert other people's cultures and warn people that if they don't support the United States and support our policies, that they're going to be sanctioned. Look at this pipeline trying to go into Germany from Russia and how the U.S. now, including Trump, is sanctioning all of these countries involved in it and sanctioning all of these basically corporations involved in building it to the point there was a Swiss corporation involved in it. And because of the sanctions that were being slammed on them, they were pulled out of the entire program. So we only have hostages now as allies. That's not going to go well, guys, if there's a big problem. We have to have allies to come to our aid if we have a major global conflict. If nobody wants to mess with the United States anymore because we're not the United States anymore, we now become the bully on the block. What a mess. Guys, I love you. Always remember Jesus, the author, the finisher, the perfecter of our faith, because we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. He loved you so much. God loved you so much that he sent forth his son that whoever believes in him shall have everlasting life. I appreciate you guys. I got to pray for you today. You guys are absolutely awesome. And thank you for support of Health Masters. Go ahead and finish it up, Austin, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely. And now you have the war drums beating again in Washington as they're now saying that the uh, United States will eliminate any long-range missiles shipped to Venezuela from Iran. And what's interesting about this is the arms embargo from Iran expired this month. However, no no evidence was single sale has taken place. However, they're saying, the United States saying, we will make every effort to stop shipments of long-range missiles, and if somehow they get to Venezuela, they will be eliminated there. <laughs> now, you guys know I am not a fan of Iran or the entire you know, Muslim agenda that they try to promote. However, I do have a lot of sympathy for the Venezuelan people. I have known a lot of people down there that have moved up here, and they're really great people. They work really hard, uh, but, man, they got a bad roll of the dice with that country with the IMF taking them over and Chavez and everything trying to get his gold back and them taking over the country and all the sanctions. But what's just funny is kind of like which is what Dad said. So there's no embargo on Iran anymore to go to Venezuela, but if Iran decides to ship missiles to Venezuela, so Venezuela can defend itself from a full-blown invasion, uh, we're going to blow the missiles up when they get there if we don't stop them en route. That's basically that's what the United States is saying right now. So Venezuela doesn't have a right to have these missiles. We do. We have the right to have them, and Europe has a right to have them, and China has a right to have them, but Venezuela definitely cannot have them because they're getting them from Iran. There is going to be a significant conflict in Venezuela in the near future. We've talked about that, and there's a lot of people I know that have retired military that have said that. There's so much natural resources and the entire aspect of China 
with Russia, with Iran, and Venezuela, and the United States, and everything right there, there will be. Now, I don't know when it's going to be or what's going to happen. I don't know. But there will be a conflict in that country uh, fairly soon, in my opinion. But right now, they want to try to do everything they can to overthrow a constitutional republic in the United States, like Dad just said, with these ballots. I told you guys, this, this whole ballot thing is going to be a complete and total debacle. I mean, what they're doing as far as doesn't matter where they come from, when they show up, how they show up. If there's a ballot shows up and it's got a name on it, bam, it's automatically counted. No research, no background, no investigation, nothing. There's a reason why they've mailed out 80 to 90 million ballots on purpose. They knew this was going to happen, and they, that's why the social media is prepping everybody that Trump is not going to win on election night as far as he's going to say he won, and the numbers are going to say he won, and it's going to look like he won, but once all the ballots show up, he's not going to have won, which is going to drag out weeks of conflict in the United States and Washington. So I've told everybody... Get prepped for this. Get ready. Hold on tight. Make sure you have everything together with your friends and family and your preps, and stay frosty. There's definitely something coming. So, again, I appreciate the support. If you need anything, feel free to give us a call, healthmasters.com. We're here to help you guys out the best we possibly can, including, like Ted said, we have the organic food buckets in stock. Also, the product of the week, the vitamin C caps with antioxidants. You guys voted that one last week. I'm sure you guys saw that already. That's been on sale now for 10% off. The vitamin C and D3 are two of the most documented nutrients that help out the immune system fight off viruses, including COVID. That's not me saying that. That's scientists that have done detailed research that you can see on our website at healthmasters.com. Thank you for the support. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Talk to you again tomorrow as always.